Welcome, my chingers, to episode 44 of This Week in K-Pop. In this episode, we will talk about Bestie, Girls' Generation, Nell, and TVXQ. is steven with me is my sleepy sleepy co-host josh i'm sleepy <laughs> <laughs> now normally we record pretty late at night but yeah. right now it's 10 30 p.m and he's already sleepy it's it's because i had um a very exciting saturday night exciting is not the right word for that uh, i think i slept at like six in the morning and then i woke up around like one o'clock to video chat my parents yeah yep and i want to sleep three and i slept until three so it was a good good ass sleep hold on yeah you had twice as the twice the amount of sleep i had because i'm smart right because i'm smart no no, almost twice the amount of sleep almost because i'm smart and i wasn't drunk like some people i wasn't drunk that's a lie you don't know that (laughs) (laughs) anyways what what do we do here all right what do we do aside from talking about josh likes to drink uh, this Week in K-Pop is a discussion podcast that covers the week's K-Pop news and music video releases. And each week, Josh and I will alternate on deciding the best song of the week. And this week, I, Steven. You, Steven. Have the pick. Mm-hmm. Now, for the last couple of weeks, it's been, it may not have been like high, like AAA release weeks, but there have been a lot of releases. Like, yeah. I think we've been talking about eight or ten songs uh, for a while now. Yeah. Um, this week is not that. Uh, if you listen, very few, very yeah, few releases. If you listen to the intro, we're only going to talk about four songs this week. Yeah. Um, so we're going to make it a little shorter of a week. Yeah. Uh, but let's go. Yeah. So, what song did I pick for the best song of the week? I wonder. I knew what it was from the get go. Once yes, we listened to the song, I yes, was like, "You're going to pick this song." I know. Of course. And now you might be thinking, "Oh, I mean, it's a big ass week." I mean, why was it an empty week in my head? Is because. SNSD and, and uh, 21. 21 were supposed to release this week. And so, so everyone no was like, bitch, get out the way. <laughs> Basically, everyone <laughs> was like, I ain't competing with them at the same time. That's crazy talk. Yeah. Um, so you'd be like, oh, of course, Girls' Generation. I mean, if it was Josh's pick. Um, it, actually, I'm a little interested in whether or not you would have picked the Girls' Generation song. Because I didn't. I picked, as my favorite song of the week, Bestie, with their song, Thank You Very Much. <laughs>
this song um, is a, is a very good song. I I have to agree. It's a very very good song. Good choice for pick of the week. Um, Bestie had their last song, Love Options. Is that yeah, right? It was kind of put them on the put them on the map. Yeah. And love you and options. I, you and I love that song. That love was a that good song. song. That was a great song. Um, this song was produced by Double Sidekick. Is that right? Yeah, not uh, Brave yeah. Sound, which did Love Options, but yeah. Double Sidekick. Well, we also like Double Sidekick. Uh, Double Double Sidekick, I think, does a lot of Sistar songs too. He does. And if you are a fan of our podcast or you listen to us knuckleheads talk about K-pop every now and then, we love Sistar. So uh, naturally, we love this song. But the main gripe I have about it is that it sounds like a Sistar song. It really, really sounds like a Sistar song. Um, don't get me wrong. It's not a bad song. It's a great song, actually. Um, the music video is a little bit weird. It's a little bit weird. Um, just them messing around in an arcade and in a room and things like that. Uh, looks like they have fun. I like music videos that look like the people in it ha- are having fun. But otherwise, it's a kind of boring video. Um, it has a lot of colors, though. So if you guys <laughs> aren't colorblind, you might find some value from that. that. But the song itself really, really sounds like a Sistar song. The choreography really, really looks like choreography points I've seen before. Uh, maybe in some Sistar songs, like, I don't know, Loving You, maybe. So, mm, that's for you to decide. What do you think about it, Steven? You know, you know what's weird? What's weird is that this is the second time it's my pick of the week, and you went first talking. Oh, I'm sorry. I think you should... I think I'm a little mad about that. But well, I'm you, nice, and I'll let you finish. Well, you introduce it, All right. and then I'll talk about it first. You're just what? mad because you agree with everything I no, say. No, huh? because that's not how it works. You always introduce the pick of the week song and then you go first. Because that's how it works. That's gotta, how it works. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but that's how it works. You got to learn to talk faster. I, I <laughs> slip in there. You just sleep. You, you fucking squiggly. You put your, you put some fucking wet shit I'm, on. You squiggled I'm, in there. I'm like the greased up deaf guy and uh, family guy. You, you got to be you gotta be slick, man. You got to be slick when I'm around. All right, well. You got to clench your butt holes and don't close your eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next time I'll wet it up. I'll wet myself up and slip in there for oh, you. But, um, you, you know, I, I, most of everything you say, I, I definitely agree. See, there you go. Um, you know, I, I, I really did like the song. I haven't been a fan of Double Sidekicks. I think he did, um, he did some smaller groups that I didn't like. Yeah, like, recently. Yeah. I, I can't remember whether it's like Daljabet or whether it's Rainbow Blacks. I don't know, but... There have been some songs recently by him that I just didn't really wasn't that interested in. Mm. So when I heard, you know, he's going from Love Options, which put them on the map, Brave Sound, you know, uh, just like the Brave Sound songs put Sister on the map, too. Um, and then Double Psychic kind of came in and was like, oh, I, mean, I got some hits, too. Yeah. I, got, I got some hits. Yeah. Um, I think this is kind of the same thing. Like, it's not as good as Love Options to me. Still a good song, um, but it it does. Even Love, Love Options sounded like a Sister song. Right, mm. it makes sense. This song sounds a lot like "Loving You," which I think Double Psychic did also write. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah, uh, I really did not. enjoy it. Uh, you know, especially their four members, and they were invoking a lot of <laughs> a lot of Sistar imagery with their mm-hmm. dance moves. Um, but like you said, I, I did like the color. I did like that. I mean, they were wearing some sexy things, but not too sexy. Mm-hmm. Still cute. They were having a lot of fun. Um, but I, the overall, the music video, was, it was kind of boring. I mean, it's just half of them are just close-ups on the face. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. This song, I mean, I'm definitely going to download this song instantly and and listen to it um, again. Yeah. 
And we'll probably yeah. keep a, keep an eye out for Bestie uh, from now on because these are two songs, two releases that we liked of theirs in a row, I think. So yeah. um, usually when that happens, we kind of keep an eye on them yeah. as a rising group, right? And you know what? They had subtitles on their music video, hey. which... You know, once again, there's only one company that does this. Lowen. Oh, I'm sorry. Not Lowen anymore. What not Lowen. No. What's the what's the stupid, stupid name now? Stupid name is One the K. One the K. What does that even K. mean? Uh, what no. Does, what does Lowen mean? But still. It, Lowen was better. It was better. It was better. <laughs> it didn't sense, but it was better. But it won the Korea. You know, we're, we're all Korea. one. We're all one. But it don't matter what their name is. They, they really take their time and put fucking captions on music videos like a lot of people are like oh man how come you didn't listen to the lyrics for this song and i'm like because fucking sm don't give a fuck like even though they have millions and millions of international fans they can't be bothered to put captions on their youtube mm. videos you know yg don't do it and YG, jyp don't do it and yg is like really really like ahead of the english speaking game like yeah. a lot of their a lot of their artists are like pretty pretty damn good english speakers too yeah. So it, it kind of actually you know, did. Did some have? I think some actually had uh, captions. Sometimes JYP artists release through Lowen because Lowen is like a uh, like a distribution distributor. company. Yeah. yeah. But they you, also have their one own. One the K. One. I'm sorry. One the K <laughs> is a distribution company, but they also have their artists like uh, IU and Sunny Hill, right? So then they get yeah. bought out by. Uh, oh, that's right. They got bought out by, by Starship. Starship. Right? Or was oh. it the other way around? I don't remember. They had a strategic partnership. Uh, they well, held hands. They held hands. They changed their name. We're like, ew! I'm changing my name to One the K. That, no, that's what they call it in Korean. When uh, when you have like a, a a partnership, a partnership or like a uh, what's what's a uh, collaboration. Yeah. They say that you 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 hold hands. Well, holding <laughs> hands is big here. I mean, it's a, it's a yeah. thing. Um, but all right, let's talk about the next song of the so, week. So the what next song that? of the week is TVXQ's Spellbound. Suri Suri. single which was called mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. oddly at the same time as girls days something, something. but uh you know i i can try to think of how to say this uh, i'm gonna start with the positive which is i am really, first i am talking first okay because it's not pick of the week and it makes sense when you introduce not talk um anyways uh i really liked this music video in the grand scheme of things yeah um it was a very like growlish video where it was dancing the camera was going in and out and it was a lot of like 
look at the dancing, look at the choreography, look at their like charisma mm -hmm. seeping out from their dancing. Mm -hmm. um, now, I don't think they're dancing like they're good dancers, like in the K-pop sense. Mm -hmm. But um, I think we've mentioned before that they're not necessarily good dancer. They're not street dancers, you know. I don't think they're like, you know. They're not like Ringa Linga dancing. They, they have a very first gen or no second generation K-pop dancing, like the Super Juniors and the Girls Generations is and the Kara. They're good and, choreography dancers, I guess. Yeah, um, no, they're not like dancers like the newer groups of today where they're very very technical heavy, like what do you have like Got Sevens and things like that, like. Back in the day when 2PM were doing their things, people were like, whoa, whoa, super, super technical, right? I did like 2PM. Yeah, and TVXQ, um, they're great dancers, don't get me wrong. Like, the when they do choreography, they have a lot of charisma when doing it. Yeah. But um, the moves aren't very difficult. Sure. And that's fine, as long as it looks good, right? And I think that's what this music video did really well, which was the camera really made... The individual kind of choreography parts really unique, really interesting, really cool. Yeah. Um, except for the parts where I think you mentioned it when we we're watching it, which yeah. is when they come together during the chorus and it's kind of like generic. And it feels generic. like a, it feels yeah. So this this music video um, is essentially an SM box video. Sure. Um, they're just dancing in on a scene uh, in in a, in a set that they've already created, but. When they're doing their individual choreographies with the backup dancers, like it looks great. And looks I really and for a second I forget that it's a box set. Yeah. But when they get together and do the dance for the the chorus, it's like, oh yeah, this is a box set. I I forgot where I was. Now I woke up and here I am sure. in the SM box. But yeah. what I like, I mean, it helps that there's only two members. But they didn't have to do the generic like shot of a face, shot of a face. I mean, they kind of can do that naturally with the fact there's only two members. Yeah. And they kind of zoom in on their faces while dancing. But that's such a better way than even besties, where it's just like face, change face, change face, change face. Now they're they're acting cute. <laughs> face, 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 acting yeah. cute. Like that is eighty percent of music video. So it's really yeah. nice to see. And, and you know, it's almost a one shot video. You're not quite, uh, not quite, yeah. but. You know that that always resonates with me. If you're listening to the yeah. podcast, because it's it's difficult technically to do a one shot right. video, right? Um, um, you know, especially compared to, for example, you know, Girl Generations video. I mean, this really showcased what they needed to showcase, right? Yeah. Uh, dancing is what sets that group apart, and uh, their faces <laughs> when yeah. they're dancing set that group apart. Um, the song, though, I didn't, I don't like the song. <laughs> it's just not my TVXQ songs. Just not my thing. I just don't like it. Um, well, Spellbound and something, I feel like they've been a little bit weaker in terms of releases. Um, I liked both the songs, but not um, to a degree where I was like, oh man, this song is fantastic. Like, I'll download both the songs and they'll be on my playlist for maybe like a week or so and then I'll take them off. Um, but I, I like some things uh, better. Better, yeah. It's way more catchy. They're, they're definitely like... Uh, really digging into the bag with different different uh, styles um something was a little bit more like big band kind of orchestra mm -hmm. sound uh, spellbound sounds a little bit more uh, kind of like a like a well, how would you describe it i i would call spellbound just generic <laughs> like yeah, it didn't have a a thing to it it kind of it kind of it, it doesn't it has a kind of like a bassy bassy feel um i i 
I, I hesitate to use the word jazzy, but it's like very bassy. Um, I, I will say when the song was starting up and it was just like badass poker thing and it's like yeah. dark. I was like, oh man, this song's gonna be, I think, kind of sexy, kind of yeah. suave, kind of rain, kind of yeah. 30 sexy. And then the song started and I was like, oh, it's just. It's different. K pop, generic K pop. And, like, and that yeah. makes me a little bit sad because it seems like SM is is just riding like TVXQ, Girls' Generation, like Super Junior, like these older groups that um, made SM what it is. Uh, they're just kind of riding like they're on their popularity. Like they know they can release like s- some mediocre or mediocre releases and people will eat it up because they have such large fan bases already. And they're focusing more of their efforts on younger groups like EXO, right? Sure. Like EXO, um, what can I say? They're they're killing it on the charts. Their fan groups are just blowing up, right? And honestly, if I was SM, why wouldn't you want to invest in the future, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes perfect sense logistically yeah. to be like, I only have this. I only have one hit song. Should I give it to SNSD where I can I can shit out a song and they'll still sell a million? Or mm-hmm. should I give it to a, a uh, brand new group? A, like let's say a rookie, let's say yeah. a debut group, right? Yeah. Uh, who would you? Who would you want to invest in the future? You can't really blame SM, but me and Steven were we're the old old K-pop loving group, you know. Sure. I'm I'm an SNSD fan. You're a Wonder Wonder Girls fan, and we want to see like those groups get the knockout blockbusters. Yeah. But but I did appreciate uh, that. I think they did take a risk with something. Yeah. That was very different sound, mm-hmm. uh, really cool choreography with the mic and the yeah. strings and stuff. Uh, this one I think is a little safer, but they yeah. still dance their fucking choreography hearts out. I mean, oh yeah, it, they're, they're, it was really I think it was a really entrancing video for for the most part. Yeah, the choreography is just fantastic. The way they interact with their backup dancers is just amazing. Yeah, um, but definitely a weaker release in my opinion uh, when you compare it to something. Yeah, but, yeah. but for for like. So uh, close to when something came out, like this is probably a B-side track, you would think, mm. in theory. Um, uh, like it's pretty good. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that down on it. Other mm. than it, honestly, they're just not my bag, you know. So, yeah. Uh, good luck, you know. Uh, it's better than like something like I remember seeing like uh, the other TVXU members. Uh-huh. Uh, I think they're they've been only in Japan or they're like contractually obligated to like not be in Korea for a while. I don't or know something. what's going on. But they've been kind of all in Japan except for like random uh, singles. Um, but uh, I like TVXU I think more than, than what they've been doing. So, Because uh, that one dude had like a song with like some white dude. I mean some black dude. I don't know. You don't know. All right. Never mind. I don't know. Let's talk about third song this week. And that is by a group called Nell with their song Four Times Around the Sun. Sun and 
They are a little bit kind of an indie, like, rock group, uh, Korean rock group. Uh, one of my favorite Korean indie rock groups. But uh, Nell, they're, they're pretty well known uh, amongst, like, Korean music listeners. Yeah. So... Like, they play on the music shows that <laughs> yeah. Girls' Generation will be on, you know? Yeah, like they're... So, but they're, like, quote-unquote indie. It's like saying, like, uh, so totally different sound, but an example would be, in the States, Death Cab for Cutie is huge. A lot of people know who Death Cab for Cutie is, like, the band, sure. and Ben Gibbard, but they're considered, like, indie, you know? Yeah, they're, it's like, the, the kings of the indie, yeah, they're quote-unquote. basically the kings of the indie kind of scene, um, and they're, I'm not sure if it was their last release, but um, Ocean of Light, we both, I think that was awesome. Yeah, we both loved that that song, that single. Um, I, th- I swear they had another release um, before this one and after Ocean of Light, mm-hmm. but I'm not I'm not quite sure what it was. Um, might have slipped through my my fingers at the time, but this song is pretty good. Um, I like it, but the music video was a little bit too artsy for for my liking. Yeah, again, I mean, maybe I know we get a lot of YouTube comments that are like, if you just listen to the lyrics, I'm like, I'm not going to go out of my way to listen to the lyrics. Like, if the lyrics are on the music video, which they weren't, or were they? They weren't. They weren't, right? No. Um, they ain't won the K. Like, uh, maybe I'll, I'll pay more attention to the lyrics, but I'm not going to go out of my way to, like, look up what each scene represents and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, it, it definitely was really artsy. It was really cool, like... I really think the director had this one shot in mind. They were like, I want this one shot of this dude's like heart bursting with gold glitter. Yeah. And they kind of made the whole thing around that shot, yeah. which is a cool shot. Um, yeah. Really interesting concept, but overall it was a little just strange. Very, It was very, very like art-centered uh, music videos. And sometimes I will appreciate that, but nine times out of ten, I won't really enjoy it as much as I would like to admit. Sure. Um, um, now for the song, like, Ocean Light was really good. I, yeah. I still, sometimes Ocean Light will come out and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is a much tamer Ocean of Light. Uh, is, um, is Nell the same group that released The, the Day After? Um, uh, maybe. I, I only heard of Nell from Ocean of Light. I, I, don't, uh, I know they've been around for a while and they have other good songs. Yeah, um, they're, I think they released this song called The Day After. And the music video is, oh, just so, so freaking sad. Um, mm. It's, it's, if you haven't seen the video, it's about um, one friend leaving a video message, like a video suicide message for his other friend. And the way that it's directed, you don't know it until the end. And well, thanks for ruining it. Well. Thanks for ruining it. I mean, on the first watch, you won't understand what's happening. I guarantee you. You, oh, like. Go and watch it if you haven't seen The Day After. Um, that is, I think, my favorite Nell song and music video. Um, it's one of the music videos that when I watched it at first, I was like, what? And then I watched it a second time, like, oh. And I watched it a third time, I was like, no! So, go watch that. It's like that K-Will video for yeah, me. Yeah, it's, one of, it's, one of, it's a really, really, really great video. Um, and Nell, if you don't know who they are, go check them out. They're also really great. Yeah. Um, but I think it, you know, we did spend most of time talking about their other releases. This one was a little meh. meh. It was yeah. a little meh. It wasn't meh. bad. Um, uh, but like Ocean Light has just such good range with his voice and the piano parts in it. I really liked. And the music video was kind of interesting. I mean, yeah. but this one was like way too artsy. And I think the song was not meant to be the same type of song as Ocean Light. It's meant to be a more mellow like yeah. song, but I just didn't enjoy it as much. Um, yeah. I don't think I'll download this song. Yeah. Um, 
Probably. That's fine. Just right. listen to Ocean of Light again. That's fine. Or maybe check out this video that you just ruined for me. No, watch watch it. Listen to that song. Watch it. I, I didn't ruin it, it for you. I, I, I promise. I promise. You on a, you would have to watch it a few times to understand what's going on. Are you call me dumb? It's just that kind of video, the way it's directed. All right, because I'm pretty dumb. I might not yeah. get it. Yeah, we dumb. Yeah. All right, well, let's start with the last video. So our last video oh, damn it. is Girls' Generation with their song, Mr. Mr. Until their music video is released. Hey! But Mr. Mister, should I start? You should start. What do you feel? Uh, I'll start. I'll start by saying that we recorded a special podcast. That's right. Um, it's going to show up after this episode in the feed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all about the Mr. Mister album. Yeah. So uh, if you want to hear our more in-depth thoughts about the whole entire album, yeah. go check that out. Yeah. Um, but we'll kind of talk about more of the music video for this one. Yeah. Uh, because we talked about just the song. Now the yeah. music video. I mean, yes. Once again. They had problems. Mm-hmm. They lost footage, quote unquote. They had to reshoot things. I get yeah. it. Um, but, you know, I, I thought the music video was, aside from the fact that they're pretty, was bad. It was a bad music video. Okay. Like I, I don't know how else to say it without sounding too, too, too mean. Like, yeah, the girls are pretty. And a lot of the comments are like, oh, they're so pretty. They're so good. I'm like, they, yeah, like, of course of they course. are. Of it, course. It, that goes hand in hand. Girls' Generation, of course, they're attractive. Yeah, they're amazing. But as a music video, like, we were talking about how I Got a Boy has, like, showcased their dancing a lot. Mm-hmm. And this video was like, do they even dance? Mm-hmm. Were they even dancing in this this video? I think yeah. it's like 10% dancing, maybe 20%. We had barely any any dancing at all. Yeah. And the rest of it is like, they're all like just teaser picks. They're just yeah. long scenes of teaser pics of yeah. like a girl slowly holding a heart. the slowly doing this, yeah. slowly doing this. It's, it's kind yeah. of like, aside from that they're pretty, it yeah. was pretty lame for me. Yeah. So for me, um, the music video itself, I'm not sure if, so we rag on SM box videos a lot um, that just have like the choreography and it's like, oh, this is like a dance video mixed in with some face shots. Cool SM uh, SM video, right? Um, I was glad at first not to have that, but I kind of missed that when I was watching this. Um, the nurse concept is a great concept, um, and it really fits the song. Like the song is about this girl 
um, like kind of calling this guy out, like, hey, you need to be more bold. Like, if you like me, say you like me, kind of deal. And you know, they're giving right, him, nurses. Yes, yeah, that's what I think. Like of they're, the giving, they're giving nurses. Giving, like they're giving him a like a heart transplant because he's like a coward, basically. Um, but that I can understand. But the other outfits and concepts, they didn't, they don't mesh well together. Um, you can't have nurses and then like manish fedora out you know and then uh like penguin outfits and then like dresses yeah and people are, are gonna say and they have already said oh check out this analysis blah blah blah, blah. i i am a solo one i've watched this music video like maybe a hundred times already a hundred times and i read that analysis a lot of it is reaching a lot of it is like kind of high school literary like oh oscar wilde meant this when he said that that's not true all the time they might have put that in but it's still really weak to say oh the manish concept it represents like how the man needs to man up and that's why they're dressing like men no 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 no. don't don't get me wrong okay you can believe that but what i'm saying is nurses manish concept they don't flow together they're like oil and water like it doesn't make sense um, and the shots were really kind of some, some scenes and some shots were really well done. Um, really interesting, but majority of it was just like cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and paste. It really, really felt rushed. It really, really felt like they did lose like huge parts of the music video when they were editing it. Um, I kind of hold this idea that the Manish concept wasn't supposed to be in there, um, because... Uh, I'm pretty sure that when they're dancing in like the parking lot, I'm pretty sure the dance scene was supposed to be that scene. Um, and they just lost a huge portion of it because I follow them on Instagram and all that stuff. And basically they kind of hinted that, that that was the scene that they were reshooting. Well, what I don't understand is like, okay, you lost your footage. Yeah. All right. But when you're making a music video, what? Okay. Let's say you, 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 you uh, record it all in one day because they usually have one day to record all their stuff. Mm-hmm. And then what did they do? Just destroy everything? Were they like, all those dresses? Burn that shit. We ain't ever going to use that yeah. again. Like yeah. that set? I mean, yeah, you're going to take it down. But are they going like, oh, hey, just destroy it. Whatever. It's like they couldn't get that back to and reshoot honestly, it? I don't honestly, understand. It's just, like, it's just like a parking lot or a car park. Like, honestly, it, it's not hard to find that set or to recreate it. And the, the outfits that we, they were wearing um, in the parking lot or the car park, the, they weren't, like, really, 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 like, extravagant, like, outfits either. Um, but, like, to me, I, I think, honestly, I think this video is the one they wanted to put out. Um, uh, because, in it logistically, the simplest solution was, I lost a lot of footage, let's just do it again. Mm. Um, you know, I don't think they threw away, I don't think they were like, you know what, let's come up with a whole different outfit and go to like, I, I think that's way too much work for something they're already rushing to complete. Mm. Um, so I think the simplest answer is this is the video that they wanted mm. and it just wasn't, it just was, it wasn't good. Yeah. Um, I mean, you said there were some interesting shots and stuff, but I, I don't think so. There, there wasn't mm. anything interesting other than that would make a good pinup poster. Mm. Like there were no interesting camera work. There was no interesting dance moves. There was no interesting, interactions between them it was just standard old one at a time do something sultry with like a prop with a prop mm. and uh, yeah um and as far as the literary thing it's like 
there's a very specific big reason why I am a math teacher and ain't no English teacher because I hated English when I was growing up because it was all like that red carpet means the blood of his father and that means he hates his father so much that when he t stepped on the red rug that meant he was stepping on his father's heart. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, maybe the artist, I mean, the author was like, I just like red and, and that's a red carpet. Yeah. Um, so when people are like, check out this Tumblr of this in-depth scene by scene analysis of the video, I'm like, if you need a Tumblr to figure out what that music video meant, then that music video did not do a good job. And that director did not do a good job. And that editor did not do a good yeah. job. The direct, like the editor definitely, definitely did not do a good job. It looks so haphazard. And a lot of the scenes and, and like just the close-up shots, they... Like, I can understand they're kind of going for chic, but some of those shots, they just kind of look like, uh, it's kind of like apathetic and like energyless. Sure. Like, um, there's a part in the end where Taeyeon kind of has like a, a, an ad lib. She kind of has a riff of her own and she's like barely opens her mouth. Doesn't her like facial expression doesn't change. And I was like, oh, she really looks like she's just lip, lip syncing right now. Like, I'm sure you shot this portion like 10 times over and right. you're going to choose this one. Right. Like. Don't get me wrong, like, the girls have nothing to do with this. Like, SNSD, like, they told, they they do what they're told to do, right? Sure. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to reshoot the scene, like, and they might have some input at the end, but let's be real. It's probably, like, the director, the editing, like, SM, like, what they, ch what they say goes, right? And there's got to be better, better, like, portions of what we've seen of this like there's got to be better like shots there's better things like granted it is just a face shot face shot face shot we don't see any choreography um and they just they sometimes just use like certain filters like the blur filters or like the you know yeah the only like, thing i just like find CCTV hilarious filters i'll say but it's just bad bad choices on a lot of things yeah i find it hilarious that I mean, you know, Hyoyan kind of gets the short of the end of the stick a lot of times. Yeah. But, like, she was kind of, like, I think I saw her more and more in this video. And, of course, there's always a dance break. And there's always a rap, you know, someplace to be like, it's your oh. turn to shine, girl. And on this video, when it's her turn to shine, Black she's fucking, like, blacked out. And there's not a single close-up. And I just thought it was funny. Not, not that it was a big thing. But, uh, I, I don't know. It, this video really reeked, even though they had so long. I mean... Yes, their schedules are fucking filled. I know that. They all do so many things. They work so hard. Um, but it's a real, it's a shame when you can't get them together and plan out a good video. Yeah. Like, it really seemed like we only have a day and, like, a week right. to come up with this video and get it ready. Yeah. Let's just do what we can do. Um, yeah. And that's I, sad. I felt, I felt the rushedness of the editing, of the directing, of everything. And it's sad because, like, SNSD hasn't come back for a long time. Yeah. A lot of people were expecting something just like to blow their minds, like MV wise, music wise, everything wise. And this music video, they were already disappointed with the like the music video loss and it was pushed back and all this like scandalous, like what would have shut everything up was if it had like a great release music video. No one could say anything bad about it, but there's a lot of things to say bad about this music video. Um, and a lot of people won't say it because they are SNSD. Which I is am, sad, but... I am... Okay. I am an SNSD fan through and through. Like, ridiculous. Like, you don't want to see my room. I have all their albums. I collect, like, things of theirs. I, you know... Steven always, like, mocks me. 
like for knowing their birthdays and like their pets' names. I follow on Instagram, things like that. Okay, so he doesn't I'm, follow Instagram. He follows just SNSD. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I only use Twitter to follow SNSD. Like, okay, I love SNSD, sure. and this music video does not do them justice. This music video is like really, really, what's the word? Just really, really like lazy. It's just kind of thrown together. What I feel like, um, of course, they look gorgeous. Of course, of course, course their outfits look sexy, uh, mature whatever like fantastic ad- adjectives you want to use but music video lackluster yeah it's uh i think for me it's it's really like well, what is that called when you're um uh, it's triage they're like sm yeah. is, is doing triage they're like we got this much effort sorry snsd you're gonna sell gangbusters no matter what yeah. you get this this is um, enough. This yeah, is enough. This is enough, which is just sad. And that's not fair to but, SNSD. That's not fair to the fans, you know? Like, come on, SM. Like, you but that is how better. the world works. I yeah. mean, it's sad. And maybe we're feeling old because we're like, man, they, darn. The fans deserve better. SNSD deserved better. But SM thought this was good enough. That's basically yeah. what it is. Yeah. But uh, again, if you want to hear our in-depth talk about the entire six songs on the album, check that out. It's coming out after this. Yep. Um, YouTube version will also be up right after this. Yeah. Um, so now's the time when we break to thank people. Um, normally we'd have songs after this, but this week we don't because everyone got out the way. Um, but uh, so first thing I want to thank is I want to thank you, Taylor H. Do you know why, Taylor H? You did something that I haven't really asked for, but I love it, and that is you gave us a review on iTunes. You haven't really. You asked for it every podcast now. No, well, I, I there was like twenty episodes where I was like, I give up. <laughs> like I give oh. up. Ain't no one gonna do it. Yeah. Uh, and I think uh, the just the other, like the last two I did. Um, so I thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Taylor. Um, you left us a a, a great review. I mean, it yeah. was like they update five that's stars. Fine. <laughs> I was like, that's fine. That's fine because truly, like I was just telling Josh when you mm-hmm. search K-pop for podcasts, like we're like tenth. And we're behind podcasts that haven't updated for two years. Yeah. Some of them, one of them is a J-pop podcast yeah. that shows up before us when you search K-pop. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so we really thank you. It would really helps us out if you guys would go to iTunes. Um, now, we only check the English American store. So yeah. if you maybe left a review on some of the other uh, markets, I'm sorry we don't. We I can't didn't check see, that. Yeah, we can't really see them. Yeah. So... so. Thank you if you did. Tell us. If you tell me, if you Twitter me or find me on Facebook, we'll shout I'll you thank out. you. Yeah, we'll probably shout you out. Um, what else do I want to thank? I want to thank all the people on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took kind of a long break. I mean, there was just nothing coming out. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I rediscovered the joys of sitting at home in my underwear and uh, watching uh, TV and playing video games. And I re-re-re-rediscovered the joy of drinking. Yes. <laughs> Yes, so we've been kind of separated for a while, uh, but you know, even though we still got uh, you know forty-seven more people who subscribed to us on YouTube, so thank you very much. Um, I hope you guys try and check out this podcast if you yeah. do. And uh, what else do we do? How about you talk next? Okay, so every Wednesday we do uh, this thing called Wegook Wednesdays, and Wegook Wednesdays is basically where we talk about our lives as English teachers in Korea. As you may or may not know, Steve and I are, surprise, surprise, English teachers in Korea. So we talk um, mainly about school life and about, you know, just daily life. Um, we released the episode 10 uh, last Wednesday about eating out in Korea, uh, just going to restaurants, what you can expect. And we're about to record a new one uh, that will come out next Wednesday. So 
that one will probably be about just working in Korean schools. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Yes, yes. And Fridays, what do we do Fridays? Fridays is fun Fridays. We have a brand new game we've been doing. It's called What Is That? What Is That? It's a K-pop guessing game. Uh, we're on episode, we're going to release episode four, the last episode in the first game. In the first game. Um, where I am going to lose. I'm fucking gangbusters right now. All right. Now, we've gotten a lot of comments on kind of the structure and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you right now, my plan is, uh, I don't even know if I've told Josh, but my plan is to take maybe a couple bre- uh, weeks break mm-hmm. before the next game yeah. to kind of give it, give us some thought on what we need some to do. Ammo. Some like difficulty, some more MVs to come out. Um, maybe so to give to give it a bit more structure. Uh, we're kind of, you know experimenting around with the yeah. first game yeah this and is just like a pilot game and yeah. it seems that you know a lot of people really enjoyed it so if you want if you like to watch a lot of k-pop videos come find that on youtube it's called what is that every friday every friday or at least for the last couple of weeks yeah for the last couple of weeks uh <laughs> we have three episodes up or, or three rounds up already yeah. uh this friday is going to be our fourth round and, and the loser is going to get some type of punishment which is going to be me it's and also, the punishment wasn't even that big of a punishment for Josh. So it's not. It I like matter. to dance. I like to sing. Yeah. Like, um, so you will talk about whether I get punished next week, I guess. Well, whether or not you get punished. Okay. No. You never what know. you gonna get? Punished you never know. I may bust. What you gonna get punished? With? I may make the hardest thing possible and right. fuck with you. All right. Um, but let's talk about the one sole news story. Yeah. It's not even a big news story, but we ain't it's got really much to talk about this week. No. And that is, you know, Girls' Generation, they were all set to release their shit before 21. Yeah. They got delayed. But they still ended up releasing all their shit before 21. Yeah. uh, Because 21's music video also got delayed. Which is no surprise. YG does this all the time. I didn't know they do it. Do they do it all the time? Yeah, they really, really delay their releases all the time. And it's just par for the course. Like, Blackjacks, um, I sympathize with you guys. You guys always have to wait. Um, what, VIPs especially you guys always have to wait all the time too um, 21's music video is delayed until tomorrow tomorrow is uh, Monday for us um, Korean time and what they, day is that what is that? March 3rd is that March 2nd today's the 2nd today's the no today's, oh today's, today's the 2nd. 2nd how did that happen but apparently they're they're delaying it because of computer graphics work um what? Well, I mean, what kind of legitimate excuse is that? We know that Koreans in general, their culture is not one of schedules. Um, yeah, they don't know how to. It's not like a bad thing. It's just not part of their culture to make schedules, to make plans. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I guess it makes sense that they don't release things on time because mm. that's just not how their culture works. Yeah. It's just, you know, they work really hard, but a lot of times it's like, you know, be done. It'll be, yeah, out I mean, it's out. It'll be out when it's out. It'll be out when it's out. Just like uh, when Mr. Mr. was released, they said, oh, we're releasing it at 10 Korean Standard Time. And it came out like 10.30, yeah. 10.45 And they only told you that like 12 hours before that. Like Not even. Like like 10 hours maybe. Sure. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, it's going to come out. And it's like, what? This is like your money maker, million dollar money maker. And you guys can't even plan that shit. That's, yeah, get, that's that, get your shit together. Yeah. Please. But uh, all right, that's it for episode 44. Um, but again, as always, we like to close with something happy. Always something happy. And usually we uh, have this thing called my bias. And my bias, where whoever doesn't have the pick of the week for song of the week, the other person, I mean, that person will have my bias. So Steven had the pick of the week. So Bestie. it is my bias. 
to talk about this week. And my bias, I want to go way back, uh, back into the annals of time. (laughs) Um, Annals. This is the first, first, first uh, K-pop song I ever listened to uh, in middle school. My brother had uh, a Korean friend, Korean-American friend. His name is Paul. 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 Um, he's a great family friend. I saw him. He came to visit me in Korea uh, with my brother a while ago. And we were just reminiscing. And this reminds me of him. And this song is Boa with Number One. Soloist, uh, she released a lot of a lot of music in Japan and Korea. Basically known for for crossing the 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 ocean, <laughs> across the ocean to going to Japan. Like sure. one of the first like kind of artists to do that. And she was just gangbusters in Japan, mm-hmm. gangbusters in Korea as well. Mm-hmm. Um, number one is very first song I heard, and I was like, "Who is this girl? I love her already. <laughs> like I'm done." Like, first K-pop crush, first K-pop bias, first K-pop song, like, sucked me in. Um, I heard the, the Japanese version for the song and the Korean version. Couldn't tell my part at the time. I was, like, 10 years old or something like that. So, I mean, Steven, you've probably heard of this song too, right? Yeah, I, I, I think Kelvin may have picked a Boa song before when we talked about my bias. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll tell my story again, which is, I first heard Boa, maybe middle school, maybe high school. I, I can't really remember exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, what is this? Like... What I what I rather listen to Limbiscuit, rather listen to fucking like Rage Against the Machine. Rather, I'm like, what is this nonsense? Oh, and then they show me a picture. I'm like, she cute, she cute, she cute. She cute but though. this ain't the type of music I listen to, you know? Yeah. Um. So I I have heard of Bo a lot. Um. It wasn't until college where I was into J-pop, and like I was really into Bo. Like, but I even though I knew Bo was Korean, I primarily heard all her Japanese songs. Um. So. When I was slowly transitioning to K-pop, I was like, I'll download all our K-pop albums. And I'm like, this doesn't work. Like, <laughs> even though it's the same song, it's like, you know, the song you naturally hear first is yeah. the most normal song. That's true. Um, so, Whatever language it is, right? Yeah. 
So I was really happy when Boa came back with like her first Korean album in a long ass time. Yeah. And it was, I think it was Girls on Top. Uh, um, something like that. And yeah. like, I was like, this is not the Boa I remember. This is like different Boa. It, it's funny. Um, it, it's funny that you say that. Like when you when you heard the song, you weren't into it. Like this song was a right, like counter, right handed counter punch for me. Cause at the time when I heard the song, like I was listening to Tupac, like Biggie, all of them, like Rough Riders. Another uh, time, DMX. I was really, really into like <laughs> American rap, and here comes a cute little like Korean, <laughs> Korean girl. And I'm like, oh, what is this? Like, hold on, Tupac. <laughs> like, hold on, Biggie. Like, I gotta go check out this cute Asian girl dancing. And so you're saying you could have went to what was it? Something McGee's rap hand school of rap hands. <laughs> Rupert Rupert Rappington's what? Uh, Rap hand school of rapping hands. Yeah. Yes. Because, yes. like, that's just... Whenever we see Asian guys going hard... <laughs> like, going hard apparently just means using your hands in, like, generic hand rap movements. Which I can't do. Because I didn't go to that school. Yeah, um, like, a lot, of, a lot of, like... Yeah. He's much better like, at it than me. A lot of, like, Korean hip-hop artists will have a lot of hand gestures. Yeah. And be, like... Like, a lot of hand gestures... And me and Steven always joking, joke, joke around like, oh, they must have gotten their degree at Rupert Rappington's <laughs> Rap Hands School of Rapping Hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, you know, Boa, like, Boa was one of the first K-pop. I mean, she was the queen. I mean, I probably back in the day, I was like, who's the most popular K-pop artist? And it was, it was Boa. Mm. Um, and, you know, it, it's a little sad to me that she hasn't really done much that I found interesting mm. for a long time. Um, but you know, I mean, she's, she's the queen. I mean, she, mm. she will forever be like my, probably agree. Like my first crush mm-hmm. for K-pop. She is definitely um, my first crush for K-pop. She was my like gateway K-pop drug. Yeah. Yeah. But like, she was like, she worked so hard, man. She mm. released so many singles. I think she debuted like, when she was like 13 too. Yeah. And, and she, I mean, she was a really good dancer. I mean, for back in the day, I mean, she's mm-hmm. still like, is a better dancer than almost all the girl groups. I mean, a lot of the girl groups now can do some like sexy choreography, right? But they, they can't boa dance. Mm. Um, and like, she had such a great voice back in the day. Mm. And just the fact that she was solo, it was like, I mean, that's pretty rare. I mean, it's amazing if you think about it. Right. Yeah. And she had a really long career and she probably, I think she released more things in, in, her, in like five years than most groups like can ever dream of. Cause she had mm. to do it. I mean, granted a lot of groups nowadays do go to Japan and yeah. maybe Chinese, yeah. But um, but she like released a Korean version and a Japanese version of like almost every song she yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. And I think she has like twenty or thirty like Japanese mm-hmm. singles. It's I think she still releases Japanese songs. Actually, now I think about it. But she um, Boa is crazy. Yeah. But uh, thank you, Boa, for uh, being our number one. Yeah. Um, I really like. Still I really should. It would be a really good like. Actually, oh man, one. thinking about the old days. If I bust out a Boa playlist. Yeah. Because um, I used to. Uh, I think I mentioned this before, but I used to download and store every music video and every live performance I could find. And this was before YouTube was was an easy-ass thing to use. Um, so, like, I had, you know, a whole BOA section of, like, 30 BOA music videos, Korean and Japanese, plus maybe 100 BOA performances. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot. Um, so, I miss you, BOA. Yeah. I, you know, I, uh... I know groups are the thing now, but I, I really do miss... Solo artists. I mean, groups were were the same back uh, then. Groups were the the thing back then. Like Sorry, Finkel, but... SES. Yeah, I might do a my bias about about one of those songs. Um, 
just because it's an old school song maybe you don't know about, but you should know about. Yeah, I was not a Finkel SES. Kelvin was. He, I think he did one of those songs, but I, I, I miss solo artists. I do. Mm. So I hope there's there'll be another solo artist soon that I can get behind. Mm. You know? Get behind. Get Preferably behind. a girl. Not a rain or a... You're not a cloud. Anyways. <laughs> This is uh, running. This is running long. Yeah, this is uh, so. That's uh, episode forty-four of this week in K-pop. It's if you listen this long, thank you. It's it's still about forty-five minutes. Thank you if you listen this long. I know a few of you do, and shout-outs to you guys. Yeah, and uh, as you know, my mom always told me when I was growing up, chubby guys cuddle better. That's not true though. It is one hundred percent true. Have you ever tried to fucking bony ass motherfuckers to cuddle with? Am I bony? Or I'm chubby. Am I chubby? Or am I bony? I'm like normal. I think you're normal. Girls like hugging me. That's not true. Your mom don't count. Ask anybody. Ask anybody you know. If I asked everybody I know, they would say, who hugs who first? That's this Chingu. You hug another girl. That's like saying you're a rapist and girls like sex. It's like, no, you're the one who rapes them first. That doesn't mean the sex. You need to calm down. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's I know you all. I know all confident with his new hair and shit. He's all right. Me a rapist? No, I, was, <laughs> I called you like a rapist. You just call me a rapist? It's like well, ask, it's like ask all the girls. I like giving hugs, but hugs. All right. I'm done. Bye.